another episode of Currently Binging, the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button or whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds to rate the comment. I'll greatly appreciate it. So yes, we are discussing season three, the final season of Lock and Key. We have a little bit to get into, so... <laughs> The warnings. This is a solo hosted show. It is just me. We can go in circles. We can repeat ourselves. There will be spoilers. So like if you didn't watch season one or two, you're going to get spoiled. <laughs> um, I think this is based off a book that I did not read. So like no book spoilers. But um, yeah. So Lock and Key final season dropped about a week ago. <laughs> and it dropped on a Wednesday. So when I saw it, I was like... Oh, this is gonna be what I watch on the weekend of course that's not what happened actually ended up watching it on Thursday night my plan was okay because I was trying to push it off but you all know if you've been listening to the last few episodes I have been struggling (laughs) trying to find things that I actually really want to watch um and so I was like I will just watch two episodes it was like 10 p.m or something like that no it was like eight something because there's eight episodes uh in this final season so it was like eight something and I was like oh I'll just watch two maybe three episodes potentially four (laughs) and then save the rest for Friday you all already know what I'm gonna say that is not what happened I watched all eight episodes literally that night so I did not go to bed until like 4 (laughs) a.m And I had to work the next day, which was not good. So I was just like, I was trying to make myself stop. But I just wanted to get to the end because I was just like, oh my gosh, all these kids, like Bodhi not listening. You already know what I'm going to say a hundred times as we discuss this show. But Bodhi, oh my gosh. I think I kind of, I was trying to remember what I said for season two. But I know Bodhi was like, Bodhi has never listened (laughs) for being completely honest every season it gets worse this season it was unbearable like when I say he did not listen I literally was screaming at the screen like Bodie oh my gosh would you please listen so um we start off two months later so it's been about two months since Tyler left one of the things that I did talk about in the last season was like we knew that Tyler didn't want them to use the memory key on him. And so we weren't sure like how he was going to be able to help them. We knew at the end of the last season that Bodhi had used the memory key on his mom. So it was like, we know at some point in the season that Tyler is going to have to have the memory key used on him. And that actually ends up happening episode four so about halfway through um the season which is like I mean they could it could have happened a little bit earlier but like I guess it it worked we were introduced to his friend Carly so we like we finally see Tyler in I think it's the first episode and he's like working in um well I don't want to say Oklahoma but I feel like that's not the right city and I don't think I wrote it down but essentially he's not at home he's working uh building houses and there's this girl this very persistent girl Carly who's like all of in his business clearly has a thing for him we don't really there's not enough shown for us as a viewer to care about Carly I feel like so when we're introduced to her 
we just know that they've been working together and now she's kind of forcibly trying to spend time with him which was a little bit weird but then he leaves he goes home he has like a phone call I think there was a or no he never answered the phone that's why she showed up but like it's like okay out of sight out of mind not very much a memorable memorable character to care about but lo and behold this girl shows up on his doorstep in Matheson it frustrated me so much I don't know why I was so upset at the fact that she just showed up on his door first of all privacy secondly like you don't even really know him like that the fact that you you've never been to his house I don't even know if she knew where he lived like did she go look through um freaking confidential work documents to find his home address like all types of violation of privacy and she just shows up on his doorstep and then no one's questioning questioning why this random girl that clearly Tyler hasn't mentioned to the family just showed up and oh also we're gonna let her stay at our house that whole thing frustrated me it was just so unrealistic if someone that I was working with on some like in some other state slash city just showed up on my door I would be calling the police like what it was so weird and I was just like oh my gosh this is so weird it's so weird and she's so pushy and I don't understand why and I think the biggest disconnect is like we don't really get to spend too much time with her um and Tyler to be like oh there's something there and like for us like want to root for it so when she just shows up and like inserts herself it's kind of like a we don't need this at the moment because there's too much other stuff going on <laughs> in the lock world to deal with this random girl who just showed up on a doorstep. The only thing she really did was help to get him to the place where he wanted to have his memories back, even though he didn't really un understand that that's what was missing because like he doesn't he doesn't know magic anymore. And so when um oh my gosh, what's her name? What's her sister's name? Kenzie, when Kenzie was um, speaking to him, was like, well, there's something that you told me not to do and all this stuff. Like, he doesn't really know what she's talking about. Um, but, like, he gives her, like, consent to be like, okay, you can use the key on... Or he doesn't say you can use the key on me because he doesn't know that's what she's going to do. <laughs> but he's like, I am I am saying you can do whatever you need to do. Um, that was the only thing that I feel like Carly helped like move along was him getting to the point of being like okay I want to I need to stay home I need to understand what's going on other than that <laughs> it was just like she was a, an annoyance um and so all the kids they have um or not all the kids but like everyone's kind of spread out and it's kind of sad once I know I'm kind of jumping around here but like when we get to the end um when they have to destroy all the keys or not destroy, but like send all the keys back through to the other world and they didn't get to use the memory key on their friends. So it's like, oh, that kind of sucks. It's like now only truly the locks will remember magic and like no one else that they know as far as like the kids' friends, like Ellie, she used the key on herself and a long time ago. So of course she'll know. Actually, did they use the key on Rufus? And I couldn't remember, one, I couldn't remember how old is Rufus <laughs> and has the memory care be, been used in him? I don't think it has, but yeah. So that, that kind of sucked, like once you get to the end of it and you think about it, but 
um, those keys needed to be destroyed because Bodie just did not listen. So we're going to jump again. If, if you're new, I don't do like a, a um, regular recap. I just talk about things I want to talk about. <laughs> and one of the things that I want to talk about is when Bodie's body got, um, what's the word? Like inhabited, <laughs> possessed, if you will, by um, Dodge. And so <laughs> clearly he was not acting as himself. Enough so, and like, granted, um, what's his name? Freaking Tyler still didn't have his memory, so he had no clue what was going on. But like his behavior was weird. He was being super short. Yeah, you could be like, oh, it's because like he doesn't, um, not that he doesn't like, but like he doesn't want to be accepting of like Josh or whatever because he feels like he's replacing his dad. But like, no, Bodie was doing some very out of character things for even a preteen going through like, oh my, or is he a preteen? How old is Bodie? I don't even remember. But <laughs> like, or like, it was way more than like a kid who just didn't want to accept that his mom was moving on um, with someone. And so I believe it wasn't until, um, I don't think I wrote down. I did write an episode for like related to Bodie and his behavior. I was like, is everyone slow? I don't understand. <laughs> Cause it was so obvious. Like all the stuff that they've been through um, in these past three seasons, Bodie acting that way should have been a huge red flag. Granted, there were a lot of things going on, but still. Um, but finally, it was their mom who was like, huh, well, especially after she found Dodge's body, she was like, okay, something's not right. And you would think, cause like, she's a mom, like she would know like something's not right her kid. But um, she's like, yeah, something's not right. And then she like goes to um, freaking Tyler and Kenzie and tells them, but like the whole thing is because Bodie didn't listen and he used the clock or the time key so like you can like travel back. And what frustrated me is because one, um, Duncan was like, it's unpredictable. You don't know what can happen. Like you don't need to use it. But Bodie was so set on going back to his father because uh, he thought, I, I'm guessing he thought that he could change um, the outcome, which apparently we find out you can't. Um, it will reset itself. And so he ends up back in the scene from the second season when um, Dodge, who is Gabe at that point, um, when all that chaos was happening in the house. Um, and then Bodie's like, literally just being like, it doesn't matter, you're gonna lose. And I'm like, Bodie, shut up. <laughs> like, why are you talking? Shut up. And he just kept talking, even Duncan. And he's like in the past and he's like, he realizes, oh no, he used a time key. And even he's trying to be like, Bodie, stop talking. Like you need to run. And no, and so he ends up bringing Dodge back with him. Um, and then she takes his body. But like when the time resets and Dodge disappears, then I was like, okay, how are they gonna get his body back? And then we f see that they use the animal key, which was like a callback to the first um, episode. Like when we opened and we saw Kenzie and um, Bodhi playing and then we saw Bodhi go through like the door as a um was he a bird and then he comes out as himself and I was like I completely forgot about that moment but like that makes sense um 
why that should work. Cause I was like, how are they gonna get his body back? <laughs> but yeah, but our big bad this season, and also when they bought Dodge back, I was like, oh my gosh, this is another season of us trying to defeat Dodge. Like we've, we've done that for two seasons, but no, it was mainly Gideon who um, was like the most powerful evil person from their world. And he essentially wanted to open the gate and combine their worlds into one, which would essentially like destroy life, human humanity as we know it. Um, and so, I don't know. I thought that, that was, um, he was an interesting, um, like he was an interesting, what's the word? Villain. <laughs> because it just seemed like every single thing that they tried to do to take him out just did not work. Um, and so it was like, every time they had to go up against them, it was like, okay, what are you guys going to try to do? How are you going to try to get yourselves out of this? And then they ended up like literally not winning. And so, um, because he was essentially trying to get all the keys to put them all together. Um, and he was the one who told them, he was like, these are not your keys. This is from my world. Um, which was like, oh yeah, it actually really is. <laughs> and so when they finally, um overtake him at the end and like throw him back through the freaking portal and then they realize as they're throwing the keys in there that oh this is the only way you can close it i was like y'all need to throw all them keys in, in there <laughs> and be done with it like i would be done um and i felt like they were taking so long i was like something else could come crawling through that door and then we'll be in a whole nother predicament. But we knew, and I don't think I said this at the beginning. I said it was the last season, but we knew going into season three that season three was going to be the final season of the Lock and Key series, which to me makes sense. Um, I think it was a, a nice three season arc. We got eight episodes this season. Seasons one and two was 10 episodes. I don't feel like we were missing anything. I felt like it helped to keep the story um a little tighter it didn't feel like we had a bunch of um like filler to like fill in time um so I wasn't mad at only getting eight episodes I don't feel like there were any plot holes I'm like sitting here thinking I'm like no I don't think there were any plot holes I feel like we got the answers to majority of the questions we've had like the entire season um but yeah they throw all the keys back in and it's like, but are they really? Also, these episodes are really short. <laughs> like some of them, like some of them, I think the shortest one was like 35 minutes. I was like, oh, okay. Because uh, they're usually um, a little longer than that. But um, when they threw all the keys in and then we see Tyler getting ready to leave. And then there was a moment where uh, Bodie, I think it was Bodie, thought he heard, heard something. But then he's like, oh no, it was nothing. But then they go in the door and then it's like ominous music. And it's like, it feels, seems like we can hear whispers. So it's like, wait a minute, are there still keys left? Um, that they didn't like throw through the portal. Also, did they find all the keys? I feel like they didn't, there's no way they found all the keys. Cause they, they made it seem like there were like at least 50 keys. I won't say a hundred. Cause like, I mean, I well no, Cause if only the, um, their family from like, way way back in the day like the first ones who created keys if they were the only ones who actually created keys then like it may not be 100 but i'm thinking it's at least like 50 keys or something like that 
Um, but it only seems like they had about definitely less than 20. Um, if we're to think about Bodhi's notebook, which was like, Bodhi, how are you going to have a notebook that's literally like the dictionary of all your keys and not keep it locked up in like a safe location? <laughs> you just have it in like your desk drawer or something. So anyone could like stumble upon it and be like, oh, let me find this key so I can do whatever I want to do. But yeah, um, trying to think what else. Episode five, that was Siege when they showed up at the house and they had a plan for how to like overtake Gideon and his cronies. But I don't remember what the plan was. All I know is I wrote down, this is a bad plan. <laughs> oh, and then I wrote like when Dodge disappeared because Dodge actually got to the point where um, she was trying to help them. Uh, in Bodhi's body because she was saying like, oh, we don't, like she too did not want him to combine the worlds because like she actually likes being on earth and it will literally destroy everything. But I wrote down that it was weird that it would, because once they found out um, literally seconds before it happened, um, they finally heard back from Duncan, but they found out that the timer meant that it essentially meant how much time they had left before time reset itself, which is why you couldn't go back in time and like change the future. Uh, Cause it would always reset and remove whatever shouldn't be in that timeline to make sure there's there, we, there is never a time paradox, which is like, who, who created that key? Cause I was super, super smart. You all know I love me some time travel. So that was super smart to be like, oh, let's have this fail safe in case someone uses this key and does something that they're not supposed to do. But I don't think they took into account the fact that someone's body could be snatched. Because I was like, it's weird that, okay, it makes sense it would remove the things from the timeline that shouldn't be there. But it's weird that it would take the body that's supposed to be there, not just like the person. So like essentially, I would think we would still have Bodhi's body, but like Dodge's body and her, her like being would go back to the right timeline if that makes sense but no that's not what happened and so they had to use thanks to Bodhi um thinking they had to use um the animal key so that he can get back in his body oh uh, what else Sam that was kind of sad like they finally find out or at least Bodhi finds out and he tells his family like Sam has been helping them all along it's kind of a tragic story because he's the one who like killed their father um but it was like sad to see it was kind of sad like oh because he died inside of um what was his name i can't remember what the mayor's name was but the one whose head they had to go into when he was dying that whole scene was just like <laughs> wild because i was like He's dying and you know when you like use the head key, it creates two of you. And so what happened to the body that Rufus gave to the paramedics? Because that was not his actual body. That was his mirror body. So when he died, did it disappear? <laughs> that was a weird loose end that I feel like needed an answer because his real body was still in the um, garage. And we know that because it's the one that had the key in it. But I don't know. That was weird. 
So like there was no way he was ever going to survive that because they didn't even have his actual body. Um, but yeah. Before they threw the keys in, they used the memory key on Bodie and Kenzie. So again, like I said, all of the locks will remember magic. And I thought it was a sweet moment that they actually did get to go back and see their dad and he like talked to them or they used the time the time key to go back and see their dad and talk to them and kind of and share like this is everything we've been through. Um which is like it's kind of weird because it's like it's essentially they're going back and looking at memories, if that makes sense, versus like going back because, like, whatever they do will not impact the future. So it's kind of like they're just going back to a moment in time. And, like, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. But um, I thought that, that was a sweet moment that they got to spend with him. To be like, yeah, this is everything we've been through with these keys that you never told us about. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I wrote magic always comes with a cost, which is so true. We see, hear them say it every single time in a movie or TV show related to magic. They're always like, it comes at a cost or it comes with a price. And they for sure learned that. And I think them giving up the keys was like, you guys have spent the past three seasons. So I don't even know how many years that is. Maybe like two years. But you spent the past three seasons literally in chaos being sought after and um hunted for these freaking keys give them up <laughs> so yes we also got to go back to um 1995 in Madison and we got to see their father as they as young or as a high schooler Ellie as well and then their whole crew because they were the original like crew who had all the keys and we learned why she hid the key in Gordy. I think that's what his name was, Gordy. Why um, she hid the key in his head. They were kind of, um, their dad was kind of a little bit of a asshole <laughs> in high school. But I mean, what teens aren't assholes? Um, let's see. Why did I write this? Episode four, deep cover. Oh, I wrote... <laughs> If you're new, I take notes for anything that I binge watch um, so I can remember. But episode for Deep Cover, that's when uh, the first full episode we see of um, Dodge and Bodie's body. And then I wrote, high school is one thing, but middle school is a completely different thing altogether. Because we know in season two, Dodge was undercover as Gabe. And Gabe was in high school. He was a an assholey kid once Dodge was in his body, but like he was in high school. So like that's one thing. Middle school is a completely different ball game. Like you can't be like granted, I feel like teens could get away with being a little bit assholey because like they're teenagers. But middle school, it's a little harder to do that. Um, I think. So yeah. What else? Oh, I wrote Rufus is going to figure it out that um, Bodie wasn't really Bodie. And actually, he was the first one to figure it out because he's super smart. And he was like, no, this is not my friend. Like, how is Rufus the only one? He literally does not live with Bodie. Y'all been with Bodie as Dodge or Dodge as Bodie for like 
a couple of days now, Rufus shows up and he's like, wait a minute, that is not Bodhi. Like immediately. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. <laughs> but when he went to tell his mom, when she was like, what's going on? I was like, Rufus, oh my gosh, if you don't tell your mama what's going on, so we can like, so she could tell the family because they, they clearly are slow to the game. Um, but yeah. What else? I don't think there's anything. Oh, I did write his name down, Gordy. I was like, what is his name? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Overall, I really enjoyed Lock and Key. I thought it was a fun series. I enjoyed all the actors in it. Um, and I thought that it was just like, it kept me intrigued for three seasons. I'm glad we ended on... A third season, the third season's the final season, because I honestly don't think, I'm sure they can find more stories to tell, but like, it will get repetitive. So I would prefer to be like, I know what my beginning is and I know where, where I want to get to. And we get to that in like a succinct amount of time where it doesn't feel like it's dragging on. And I don't feel like this dragged on. And I mentioned in the last season, because the last season two dropped in October. Because when this dropped, I was like, oh my gosh, it seems like, I literally just watched season two. So it hasn't even been a complete full year, almost a year. But um, when season two dropped, I mentioned that they were currently, like they they filmed season two and season three at the same time, which makes sense because when you're dealing with kids, they grow so fast <laughs> and start to look so much older on screen. So it makes sense to um, film them back to back, especially since they knew season three was going to be the final season but yeah I enjoy Lock and Key uh I have no complaints I'm happy with how things ended <laughs> I'm glad all the locks still know about magic and get to keep all those um memories and you know maybe there are some still some keys out there maybe not but hopefully I feel like they've learned and will live life in the real world and not in the key world <laughs> so yes that's all I have on lock and key I want to know what you all thought about this final season in the series as a whole let me know all the things and I will talk to you all in the next episode that's the end of the episode thanks for sticking through it to the end be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently visiting on instagram and at current on twitter also hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and i'll talk to you in the next one